the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 9.07. WPTF time. You're listening to the Weekend Gardener, hour number two. I'm Mike Rayley, and Clapp is with us, along with uh, Rufus Edmonston, the former Secretary of State and Attorney General and Deputy Chief Counsel in the Senate Watergate Committee and also the current Secretary General of Gardening. That's embarrassing. Esquire. <laughs> So all of that. Oh, that's just that's just a sampling. That's just a sampling. We're just getting started with yeah. with all that stuff, all Rufus. He, he's oh, got my. several pages down here with more information. As, as my uncle Russell used to say, I ain't done nothing. Well, <laughs> in comparison, I think Monica would like this one. And, and she's with us, and Monica. Brother, good morning, and brother William. And William, he's on too. When you come to the end of your rope. Tie a knot and hang on. <laughs> Franklin Delano Roosevelt. How about that? Well, he had he had it. And that comes from uh, Michael's friend, Cliff Joyner. Out of Nashville, yes, sir. Financial advisor. My lifelong friend. And he gave, he sent Rufus one, well, a nice book. Oh, it's a very nice uh, book. A dress book and all that stuff in there. And these Calendar. little witticisms are just wonderful. And it's made out of leather. Yeah, I got to mm-hmm. tell I got to tell uh, Cliff that that you're you're every Saturday you're sharing that with him and mention his name. Yes, that's a pretty big deal. So, uh, Monica, good morning to you. Good morning. We got William here. William, the air traffic controller, we called him because he's a, he's a, a retired air traffic controller, and he he took us up to the tower. Tom Campbell and Rufus and me. So uh, he's heading out. He's heading out to see Gerald today, and I told him that uh, Gerald Adams, you would not be able to get close to him because of all the autograph seekers. Yeah, I think there was already a line started down there this morning with everybody waiting to, to get his autograph. You know how popular he is. He is. He is. He's the he's he's uh, Johnny Appleseed or Johnny Tomato Seed. <laughs> he's <laughs> mess. He is. So Glad uh, to have him, and he he knows his tomatoes, and he's got a great selection, and a few other vegetables as well. How about that? Oh, he's got things other than tomatoes. He's probably selling those those lamp, those uh, bottles with the lights in them too. Well, yeah, he don't have those down there, but I oh. believe I saw some peppers and things. I, if, unless I saw wrong, but I know he's got all the different tomatoes. Well, he's got a he's got a, a Frankenstein, Doctor Frankenstein. Set up, so he's is no telling what he's doing in his labs. That's right. He's so, always coming up with something different. William, you going to do anything else at the farmers market? Uh, no, I was going to ask Rufus what was that plant you said to get? Was it Gerald's Lightning? 
It, yeah, the, it's a tomato plant called Gerald's Lightning. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try a container garden this year because well, that's what it, that's what it's that's what it's designed to do. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll grab me some Gerald's Lightning. I'm gonna get some of the yellow tomatoes he was bragging about, but I it'll make you tipsy if you eat too many. <laughs> that lightning stuff. We, we can just start calling Gerald the uh, tomato whisperer. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, I, th- I think we, that's, that's when he worked out at Campbell Road Nursery, I think that's what they called him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, too funny. You. that's too funny. Yeah. Well, I, oh, I'm, we're going to get on. we got to get out here and put mulch out in this yard. And I just want to tell you all have a good morning. And uh, all right. we're listening to you on the radio. All right. Thank you, William. Get out there and work some. All right. We'll see you all. Bye-bye. So, uh, Monica, <clears throat> you got uh, Gerald, and I'm sure you got a lot of other people out there because we've, we've uh, got pretty good weather today. We certainly do. It's a beautiful morning. And um, I do want to start off this morning by introducing everybody out there listening to our new assistant manager, uh, Mr. Billy Howe, and he's here with us this morning. And so I'm going to let him chime in and give a little bit of report on what we do have in the farmer's area. And um, you'll be getting to know him over the course of time here and um, we're glad to have him and certainly welcome him to the, to our staff well that's wonderful billy that's welcome one, welcome i am i am Thanks. so glad uh you, you um you have some big shoes to fill that's that's quite a crew out there it is there's a lot going on out here i didn't know so much things happen behind the scenes around here yeah well you gotta you gotta watch what you do you know the commissioner's always watching <laughs> so what uh we, are we go ahead rufus what were you gonna hey, say he's got spies set out there he, he does he does yeah, yeah. gotta make You're sure one of them right rufus yeah rufus is one of them he is yeah. the rufus is the inspector oh is that what it is okay so uh billy what do we have out there this morning under the farmer's shed anything we got some asparagus i'll bet we do have some asparagus um we got a bunch of stuff we got some red and white potatoes we got like I said, there's asparagus. We got some winter squash. Oh, let's see. We got some broccoli and Brussels sprouts. Got some green and red cabbage. And we got some honey. Got a, a bunch of stuff in jars, pickles and relishes and stuff like that. You ain't got any, you ain't got any uh, liquor out there. <laughs> I was raised in a mixed family, so my grandma said uh, pecans and my daddy said pecans. I got I, I a mixed family. I huh? You don't have any liquor out there in jars, do you? Onions and uh, he didn't hear me. A couple of varieties <laughs> of tomatoes out here. A couple of varieties of sweet potatoes. Well, it uh, you know it gets bigger and bigger uh, every every week, uh, especially this time of year as we move toward July. And I guess July, June, July is is really the peak because that's when we start getting the butter beans and and uh, the peas and mm. Mm, all of that good stuff. But it's still, uh, what you do have out there is very healthy. <clears throat> what about the, uh, have y'all heard anything about the apple crop or peach crop with the uh, bad weather or the cold weather last week? From that last frost and some of the winds. Yeah. Yeah, we're still waiting to hear a little bit. I hadn't heard too much on apples yet. Um, and I talked to one of our folks this week um, that has peaches, and they did say, they knew they got hurt, some varieties worse than others, and they're just kind of waiting to see, take a little time to see exactly how much damage they've got as everything, you know, continues to 
to produce there. And so we'll hopefully have a better report on that in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Well, now that's getting important here. What about the strawberries? Strawberries yeah. are just getting started. Um, of course, you know, we've been having those tunnel-grown ones, but some of the regular field productions coming in, and we're really excited about that. Of course, strawberry time is always one of the fun times, and it's just a signal that everything's, everything's coming behind it. It gets better, better and better each week after strawberries start coming in. And I would say by next weekend, we'll have a pretty good selection of fresh local strawberries coming in. A few down there today and more coming. Well, apparently, they, Monica, they didn't get whacked as badly as, as people might have thought. Right. No, and, you know, the farmers are so resilient. They had some long, long nights doing frost protection, and some of them have some tricks up their sleeves on some different things that they do. Um, some go to extra measures to pull row covers over them those cold nights and that sort of thing, and a lot of work. Um, a lot of folks probably don't realize how much work goes into a crop of strawberries and um from what I've heard so far, they might have had a little damage. Um, and I tell you, some of the storms been popping up with hail. That may have done more damage than the actual frost did because, um, that you know, that hail can take a toll on a, a strawberry crop or any kind of crop as far as that goes. But overall, they're looking good. So I think we're, we're you know, doing okay right now on the berries. So, Billy, do we have uh, plant vendors out there today? We have a bunch of them good. down there. Great. That's uh, that's good to know, and uh, there'll be more and more. Are they are they in building number two? I guess they are. Most of them now they've been moved back in there. Okay, they're, they're in um, building two from wall to wall. About it, we're still wow. having to do a little bit of um, social distance. Um, so we've about got that building filled up. I bet so. Now you have a craft area up there that's uh, really interesting. Lots of lots of different things there. Yeah, um, there's a puzzle guy up there that makes really pretty puzzles. I was looking at them this morning. A puzzle guy. Um, got the stone engraver. Uh huh. And uh, Kettle Corner will be back here in a little while. Don't know exactly when um, they're going to get started. Oh, that'll thrill Gerald. Yeah, yeah. He he can stop signing autographs long enough to get some kettle corn. <laughs> <laughs> Get that, give them a glass of lemonade down there. Yeah. That's right. Their kettle corn is delicious. It's hard to beat. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Let's move over to the uh, the old country store, the market shops. And uh, that's a, that's quite a place. You like walking in there, Billy, and, and smelling the that uh, bread baking and all of that? Yeah. In fact, I went down there yesterday and got me a um, apple turnover from them. And... Uh, or Applejack. Yeah, you ready to do? You're probably going to do that a lot, so Billy. We're going to give them a new um, range this uh, coming week or next week one, so he ought to be really be able to push out stuff out of there. Yeah. So what else is in the market shops this morning? Well, we got those. Um, they're not plastic chairs. I can't remember exactly what um, material it's made out of. They got a lifetime warranty and bright, bright, bright colors. Man told me that they wouldn't. Um, the only way you could tear them up or anything is if a tree fell on them or you run over them with your car. Other than that, they would uh, have a lifetime warranty on those. Wow. Uh, the Rufus dogs down there. I, they told me if I go in that building, that's where Rufus would be hiding. Wow. That, yeah, that's exactly right, Billy. <laughs> and, and, uh, 
Yes, that's sir. Right, baby. I, I need to check out your background and see if you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Good I come from the prison system. Been with the state for going on 20 years. Won't be too many more years. Oh, wow. Well. Oh, great. Another law enforcement person. That's great. Yeah, well, you, you've had that checked a few times, I'm sure. Probably so. Yeah. What county are you from, Billy? I'm from Wayne County. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. That's uh, fine people from Wayne County. I was sorry to hear about um, Wilbur. Wilbur. Yeah, that was uh, kind of shocking. I know, I know he had been sick for a little while. Yeah. I went out there the other day, and um, because of COVID and the way they've got their restrictions and them just starting back up, they... Uh, they kind of run out of barbecue about four thirty, five o'clock. So if you want some barbecue from Wilbur's, you have to get out there early. Yeah, that's uh, you know, Bee's Barbecue in Greenville is kind of like that. When they give out, they give out, and close up. <laughs> 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 so um, yeah, lots of things in the market shops. Now speaking of food, you got the you you mentioned uh, the Rufus Dog and the the Market Deli, but uh, that big old restaurant out there, you got a couple of them. Always down there, taking every order himself. Every time I go down there, that man is just as busy down at the seafood restaurant. And uh, went down there yesterday, and everybody was social distance out, but they were standing at the door waiting for somebody to move before they could go take their spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff, no doubt. And the farmers market restaurant, uh, you can. You can uh, really pig out there, too. I ain't lying. If you can't remember what Grandma's biscuits taste like, that's where you go. <laughs> and is. They, they, they're pretty close. They're pretty close to those lard biscuits, aren't they? <laughs> I wouldn't doubt if they don't. I was there yesterday, and uh, I went, ventured over to the, the, the old country store and got my no-sugar-added preserves for my wife to eat in her yogurt. And I, I know that the woman thinks I must be some kind of a preserve a, a, hawk, a holic or something. No, that's your but, wife. But my wife eats uh, at least one pint a week. And so I bought three of them yesterday. And she eats that with yogurt. Eats it with yogurt. Mixes it up with yogurt. That's a great thing. And she's tiny as can be. Yeah. We need to learn well, That's why her. she looks like she does. Oh, I look like I look. <laughs> <laughs> and my mother said, I'm big boned. <laughs> okay. You ever heard that one, Billy? Yeah, I have. I, I've always been a skinny guy until the last few years. Well, if you're Nancy, you're out at the farmer's market and eating those those Apple Jacks, you, you better watch it, it Billy. It take long. <laughs> There's a lot of good food out there, as you know. Yeah. As we always say, just in moderation, you know. We got the fresh, the um, healthy stuff, and then we got some that maybe not so much, but just in moderation. Well, that's not what Rufus says. What do you say, Rufus? My motto is moderation in excess. (laughs) I think that's the better one. I'm a coffee hoist. I go down there, get me some coffee, and go over there and get me something to eat at the grill, walk around, and... uh, I have a pretty good experience since I've been here walking around meeting people. There's a lot of good, nice people. Oh, here. they Denver, are. They've helped me so much since I've been here. That's right. Are you, uh, you aren't from Outlaw in Wayne County, are you? No, I'm from, uh, I'm actually from downtown, kind of Goldsboro. Oh. Uh, I grew up there on the outskirts, what used to be Airboro. And then um, I, now I live over in Rosewood. Okay, well, I, you know that would have been funny uh, if if uh, if we'd had a uh, 
a former prison guard being from outlaw. Yeah, <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, um, yeah I don't think that, grand, that um, little town's grown any since I was. <laughs> they'll get a store one day. Yeah, I hope so. Well, the market imports is a uh, really interesting. I'm sure you've had a good time walking around there. I have. You can get lost in there. Uh-huh, you can. Yeah, going round and around. Round and around that big circle, and there's so much <laughs> stuff to see. You won't never see it all. I've been here for a month and a half and been over there about two days a week, and I still haven't seen anything. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of fun. Well, and they've got a, a great selection of planters. Everybody right now is getting in the mood to get out and get in their yards, and um, this beautiful weather definitely is rightfully so to start planting and you can grab a beautiful planter over there, go down to our farmer's area, and find just a great selection of the annuals and bedding plants. You know, everybody's ready to start their vegetable gardens. All of that's definitely available. They have trellises and a few other items like that for your garden. So you can kind of get it all here. Go down to Supersod and get the um, bags of compost mix. If you fill up the container, and then get your plants, and you're ready to go. What's the status on the new road that's, that's going to uh, come out there? Is that... Has that been put on hold, or the weather, I'm sure, is, has kind of messed it up with all the rain we had at one time? Yeah, um, we're having a couple of meetings here soon to um, get back to working on that, hopefully. Yeah. I, I'm sure you'll soon we not talk about that road. I go past it. <laughs> I go past it twice. It's going to be finalized where it could be put to good use soon. So um, getting a few, few last-minute details worked out. And so stay tuned on that, and we'll let everybody know as soon as it's open. That'll be the Rufus-Edmonston Moderation and Excess Highway. Parkway. <laughs> parkway. Let's call it, let's call it parkway. a parkway. Okay, parkway. we'll call it. <laughs> Drive on our parkway. Yeah. Well, Billy, I appreciate uh, meeting you. It's very nice that uh, you've you've joined the crew out there. I'm sure they're glad to have you. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll see. We'll see. We'll work with you. That's right. We've got to make sure you guys approval first. So okay. Well, we we'll team. work on you. Got you got ours. Good old Wayne County boy. Yeah, uh, Rufus, when you're out here hiding and searching, looking at me, step out where I speak to you one of these days. All I'll right. do her. I'll, I'll step up there to the office. Just look for the seersucker suit. <laughs> That'll make two of us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, y'all have a great... Before we go, guys, I want to tell you something that we have coming up this week. Our, um, along with 321 Coffee, they've been celebrating for the past month or so their two-year anniversary. And so one of the things that's going along with that is we're doing a blood drive this Thursday, April 15th. It's going to be from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. And um, that's with the blood connection. And you can go online and you can register ahead of time or you can just show up. So I just want to challenge all the WPTF listeners to come out and donate on Thursday. Hmm, that'd be nice. Where should they report, Monica? What what location? Um. Well, they'll have the bus, of course, set up, and it's going to be more than likely there near the market shops, kind of in front of the market shops, near the ATM is our plan, unless we have to, if they have to set up more than one bus, we may have to change that around a little bit, but if they'll look that bu- you know, look for that bus, there'll probably be some signs out as well. Should be easy to find. Okay. Wonderful. Oh, and they're offering a little incentive as well to come out and donate, so um, they're giving a I guess you could say a prize or a reward for donating. Um, so, And it's one of those things if you wish, they're giving a gift card. And if you don't want to um, accept that, they'll give that donation actually to 321 Coffee. So it's, it's good all the way around. Um, you're helping 
save a life, and you're getting a little reward for doing so. Well, they let me drive the bus. Farmers Market, maybe plan a shopping trip and have a meal here all at the same time. Will they let me drive the bus? Well, I don't know about that. Well, I've always wanted to drive a bus. Talk to them on that, you know. of course, I wanted to drive a tractor one time. I almost wrecked it. Almost ran ran into a building with it. I had a little problem with the braking. <laughs> you to go on the little joy ride, right? <laughs> that was a long time ago. Well, y'all y'all have a great great day. Nice meeting you, Billy. Nice meeting you as well. All right. Well, Miss Monica, you take care now. You too. Come see us. All right. Here. All right. We'll be there. All right. Bye. Bye bye. All right, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. It's 927. We'll talk to Richard straight ahead. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on, <clears throat> excuse me, on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here along with, uh, let's see. Who we got here? We got Ann Clamp. We I got remember Rufus Edmonston. We got Johnny Coley. And uh, wow, we got a we got an Orange County Master Gardener too. We're gonna we're gonna talk to her in a second. Let's get to Richard. Richard, good morning, buddy. How you doing today? Uh, just I wanted to reference uh, the companion gardening. Yeah, I have a book called Carrots Love Tomatoes by Louise Riott, and uh, which I bought at Logan's many many years ago, and it's actually got a. A chapter called the weekend garden okay and they have a conspicuous they note and they have a layout it's a planned view of the garden and what to plant where and under tomato they have a, a note that says do not plant next to corn <laughs> and wow. the tomato companions are chives onion parsley basil marigold and carrot well and uh Dave, uh, major. uh, Yeah, go ahead. uh, Component uh, maize, climbing beans, and winter squash. Uh, It's at the Farmers Almanac website, and they they call it the Three Sisters. Yeah, that that is one uh, that Major Dave sent me a couple of PDF sites here: Companion Planting, Urban Farmer Seeds, Urban Farmer Seeds. And companion planting chart for common vegetables, the old farmer's almanac. Yep, and it it uh, and and this book, uh, carrots love tomatoes, was actually a reference in Craig Lahuye's book, uh, uh, Epic Tomatoes. Right, I've got to I've got to get him on the show this spring. And uh, the, the villain of this year for me in uh, coastal North Carolina is Johnson grass, and. Yeah. What I found is uh, the best implement uh, to uh, deal with that is about an 18-inch long uh, flathead screwdriver, and I had to extract some of the Johnson grass between some unimus, and it was kind of like those where, where you see uh, uh, people probing for landmines. <laughs> I've never heard yeah. using a screwdriver in the garden. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's the only thing that had any depth, and then yeah. In order to uh, extract the rhizome, uh, you have to insert the screwdriver and then rotate it around the uh, plant to pull up the rhizome. Mm. Mm. Wow. Well, But uh, it's so darn invasive, it's actually a sorghum. And uh, it's supposedly useful for uh, 
feeding hogs. <laughs> yeah, or cows, I'm sure. Yeah. My my father-in-law used to grow a lot of sorghum out on his dairy farm. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I appreciate We always uh, learn something when you call, Richard. Well, i uh, already been to uh, see Gerald out there, all stocked up, ready to go. You're not going to put, put them out right now, though, are you? Uh, no, I've got a couple more days for the uh, straw bales to condition, but three or four more days, and they'll be in, in the bales. Yeah. And the... Uh, that one advantage of the bales is that the uh, temperature of the soil in those is about 85 degrees, where it's still in the 50s in the ground. Yeah. But. Uh, and April 15th is is uh, almost yeah, upon yeah. us, and that is traditionally good. the last at the average last frost <clears throat> date for this area. Yep, and it's also uh, the date to prosecute uh, ivy. Yeah, you know, Irv Evans used to say that. I don't know if that's still true or not, but that that uh, the young ivy as it's as it's coming out, if you can zap zap that, you're well, you're well along. My, my neighbor, late neighbor, who was uh, an agronomist, said that's the time to do it. So yeah, yeah, uh, he, brother Irv too. Yeah, and uh, on a parting note, uh, you know they they uh, farm all sorts of things these days, and. So I, I was trying to imagine what it must be like for the frog farmer <laughs> going to sleep at night, hearing all that. But when the uh, processing truck pulls away, he would be thinking, well, every time they croak, I'm making money. <laughs> <laughs> you ever, uh, <coughs> Roof, has you ever done any frog farming? Frog gigging. Uh, I used to do frog, do frog gigging. gigging. Yeah. Absolutely as a boy. We'd wade that river. No frog farming. I was a bag man. <laughs> you were the, you put a bag over them? Well, no, you you the, the gunny sack is what we called it, uh-huh. and the the big boys up front with one would have the flashlight and one would have the gig, uh-huh. and then they take the gig back to the gunny sack boy, which the, the you had to cut the the head off of the frog, right? Put the legs in the gunny sack. You were charge in charge of that? Oh yeah. How but, about that? But that was supposed to be the lowest level. Uh-huh. <laughs> and how when you fried those frog legs up, they would literally jump. Mm. Riddly, literally jump. I've never had any frog legs. They taste like chicken, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Like yeah. Richard, thank you, buddy. All right. If, if you uh, want to look at something really funny on frogs, look up Red Skelton frogs. Oh, okay. I will. Anything he did uh, was was funny. All was, right. Yeah. Well, y'all have a great one. You Thanks too, bud. All right. Oh, hey, good. Faye is in uh, is an Orange County Master Gardener. Faye, good morning. Hey, Mike, how are you? We're great. We're honored that you called us. How can we help you? I moved over from Durham County to Orange County. I'm having fun getting to know all the great master gardeners over here. But I wanted to speak to your topic of companion planting. Okay, yeah, please do. In our vegetable uh, training course in Durham for a couple years, uh, my friend and I did the research and gave that program. Um, Richard is absolutely right. Tomatoes do not like corn. Corn do not like tomatoes, so they say to keep away, keep tomatoes away from kohlrabi, uh, the all of the brassicas. That's the um, green leaf family of cabbages and um, that whole family, as well as potatoes and fennel and corn. So I think the guy was onto something that tomatoes and corn are not living well together. The love match for potatoes is basil. We talk about marigolds, we talk about nasturtiums that they're good, but. Tomatoes love basil, and it does enhance their growth. We have to say first 
that this is not scientific. Um, Cornell University is the best place to go to get um, some of the material, and they have they disclaim right up front that there's no research. This has long been done, um, and these are the things that have been found over time, and they invite people to try them out in their gardens. So there are charts that say what grows well together and charts which say do not put them near each other, as well as those that um, keep away pests and diseases. So it's a really interesting area if you're if you uh, want some fun in your garden to do that. So anytime someone wants material, they should... Uh, Google companionplanting.edu, and that would bring up any university that's doing anything on this, and Cornell is the one that comes up. And the other point I wanted to make is, uh, Richard's absolutely right, Carrots Love Tomatoes is, is the book source that is usually used, but Three Sisters was an Indian lore, and the corn provides the trellis for the beans. The beans provide nitrogen fixation for the squash and the corn, and that's why those three work so well together. So it's really fun to um, look at how that works. Great information. Faye, are you Andrea Lane's friend? Yeah. Uh-huh. Who, who I have literally begged to come on the show? I will. I will. I'm no, 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 no. I, I hear that. but do that with y'all someday. Well, please do. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. Andrea, by the way, will be on the show next week with us from the mountains. She lives in the mountains now. Oh, my goodness. She lives west of Asheville. Oh, good heavens. Heavens. So she's going to be on the she's going to be on the show with us next week. She's still a, a extension service. Yeah, she. I, I assume she has joined uh, the Master Gardener program in whatever county she's in. I, and I, yeah. we we think we're going to have Colby Griffin with us, who is a Master Gardener gardener in Franklin County. He's an extension agent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an, no. I just muttered him because he was supposed to be on last week, but. <laughs> But he uh, he he's going to be on with us, and uh, we look forward to that because he's he's kind of home, folks. I knew his mama, and I, I knew about his daddy because he some of his relatives, uh, a lot of Griffins out toward Red Oak, and that's where he's from. That's where Colby's from. But he's the Franklin County, Franklin County e- Extension Agent, and he's a young fellow. He has young children and and all of that. So um, he sounds like a great guy. Well, I meant to ask Faye while she was on, what what happens if you plant corn with tomatoes? tomatoes I, what what does it do to either one or both of them? Yeah, I've I've got it written down. I'm gonna I'm gonna check yeah. it out and see what I do don't they, know if they, they just stunt, do better if they're stunt together. the growth or what does it do? Don't look at me. Poison them or <laughs> I'm just I'm just the dumb disc jockey here. I'm sure Faye would know and I forgot <laughs> to ask me. her. Losing my voice. Yeah. Uh, let's go, uh, Rose Rhodes. We got all these. Uh, How are you doing, garden this folks? How's how's the propagation world, Rose? Everything's looking wonderful. It's going to soon be time to propagate. Rose, I ain't got no Rose Rhodes. <laughs> I don't have a single Rose. Not a one. You know, I, I did you hear me uh, say I'd heard uh, I'd seen some Lady Banks Rose? And, I and did. I was uh, I was flabbergasted. I didn't know they came out that early, but uh, they oh were... yeah, I have one. It's just beautiful right now. Yeah, they they're uh, they're a nice nice plant uh, if right. you have uh, plenty of sun and and something that it can hang on. Yeah, cling you need to. a big space for it to really show off. Yeah, you do. I had uh, Rose. I had some uh, a plant that went up into the crepe myrtle oh, at my. least twenty five to thirty feet. <laughs> And I think if it had more space to grow, it would have done that. I know that was spectacular. 
the, the reason I called is um, the woman, somebody was talking about how to protect her uh, fruit from the birds or something like that this morning. And there's a product called Reme. It's a, it's a bed cover, a row cover. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's that's and a that lot of people a use that for wonderful thing. Uh, you can put it over your blueberries or something like that, and the sun and the rain goes through it, and you know it it doesn't bother the plant at all. So that might be helpful, and you can get that at most farm supplies, I'm sure. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, how do you say the name again? Remay. R e m a y. It's a. Uh, I guess it's spun uh, kind of like I don't know what. Fiberglass, it, that's not the right word. It doesn't bother you to handle it, but yeah. it's just some kind of spun fabric. Yes, yeah, synthetic fabric. And it's uh, white, but it, uh, you can get it at most uh, farm supplies. Good and information. We used it on our tobacco beds as a <laughs> cut instead of a canvas. We used the remake because you could put it out with a tractor. <laughs> yeah, roll. right. Yeah. So that's what I think that would be good if she wanted to, you know, cover her berries. Sure. Well, Rose, thank you very much. You're welcome, and y'all, I thank you for being on the air. Yes, ma'am. Well, thank you for calling and being a part of the show. Thank you. Bye. Yes, ma'am. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener on WPTF. More coming up. It's 947. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, The Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back at WPTF at 9.50. Mike Rayleigh here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston. And uh, Johnny Coley is an extension agent in person and Granville County. We're so glad to have the extension agents like Mart and Bumgarner, Colonel Bumgarner. And uh, he's busy. You say he's big wheel with uh, the uh, Agents Association. Agent, huh? Yeah, he's... Um, Politicking. Yeah. Dead gum. <laughs> well, he's, um, he is... a. Uh, Director or president this year of the of the agents uh, association for the uh, North Central District. So okay. He, uh, yeah, Mart Mart stays busy anyway. Orange County. He's I think he does about everything except for livestock. And uh, he'll, he'll answer wow uh, questions and good gracious and questions and then the master gardener program. So he's yeah, Mart's a, a great guy. Yeah, we busy. love having him on the show. Yeah, yeah. Of course, Paul's the same way. In oh, my goodness, yeah. Uh, yeah. All of the master gardeners, I mean, the extension agents we've had and master gardeners have been yeah. have been wonderful. Paul said he, he draws a line at livestock. He, uh, <laughs> he tries to stay away from livestock. Well, you know, what was, what was it he majored in? Agronomy. Agronomy, yeah. yeah. So that uh, that encompasses a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. But how do you handle livestock? That, that's where we, our county agent mainly went in Watauga County, and I grew up L.Y. Tuckweiler. I remember him very well because he had this most beautiful daughter named oh. Wilma Tuckweiler. Wilma. And she was a beauty, too. Yeah. Uh, he he concentrated on livestock. And yeah. I don't we have know. livestock agents. We all, uh, yeah. Yeah, you, they, they still, you still do. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Gravel in Person County, Kim Woods is the livestock agent there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, you still have specialists in, in the livestock. So. Okay. That's, uh, uh, what did L.Y. stand for? Never knew. <laughs> Afraid to ask. <laughs> it's like L. L. Y. Ballantyne, the former commissioner of agriculture preceding Jim Graham, was L. Right. L. Y. Ballantyne. I do remember that. Yeah. I don't know what that was. Hmm. We'll have to find out. L. Y. Tuckweiler. 
Is that what she said? Yeah, L.Y. Tuckweiler. That's a mouthful there. <laughs> That'd take a while to pronounce all of that. Tuckweiler. <laughs> uh, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. So besides the blueberries, what are the Master Gardeners doing? <clears throat> um, well, In your county. Now, Paul <laughs> said that they, they have a big big uh, area where they've planted trees do, and yeah. shrubs yeah, and yeah, all that got, stuff. They've got a nice, In nice garden, nice uh Nice demonstration garden, nice uh, pollinator garden. I think it is. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's it's very nice. I, I've seen that garden come to. Fruition. I've seen photos so, of it. Yeah, it's it's. I need to get nice. by there. Um, and we don't have a, a particular uh garden. Um, this past fall, of course, had the the second uh training class since I've I've been there. So we've got some very enthusiastic master gardeners right, uh, right now. So we've uh, uh, we actually went to a um and, and dug a few blueberries. About two or three weeks ago, uh, dug some some blueberries at a at a property and distributed them uh, to some of the master gardeners that uh, were, wanted some some blueberries. So we transplanted some of those. Um, don't have a whole lot going on. We we're gonna do a hybrid um, class. Well, not class uh, meeting for the first time in May. Uh, we we've d- decided to to go since a lot of them have been vaccinated. Right. Uh, we're gonna start meeting. <clears throat> we've been doing all Zoom meetings. Um, uh, for the past year, so we're going to start doing sort of a hybrid um, meeting in May. Uh, so if you don't, if they don't feel comfortable coming, still do it through Zoom. But uh, we're going to meet in Person County in the auditorium there and uh, and get together. So that's um, looking forward to that. A lot of things that we've um, have had sort of planned or, or thought we could plan for the spring, we we haven't. Uh, we decided to wait on until. Everything opened up a little right. bit more. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, Granville County Bee Association is having a, a bee jubilee in um, June, and so we hope to have a booth there at the bee jubilee. Um, that's the I think it's the fourth Saturday in June. Uh, is when that is. So we hope to to be a part of that. Um, but you know they they've and they've got projects going on um, at the. At, at different places that they that they work on, but as far as a group goes, we haven't we haven't gotten a, a project together yet. Um, with, with the tobacco research station, uh, you know, hopefully we can we can get something started there. Maybe not at the level that Paul did. Sure. At, at, uh, oh, that'd be Paul's great. Market, yeah. Some plants planted so uh, people can come and see, you know, the different plants how they how they perform uh, yeah. throughout the year and Very good. The, the the flowering period. So we um. Got plans, but nothing, nothing coming uh, together yet. Okay, <laughs> so. let's uh, let's take a call from uh, the great broadcaster Ken Tanner. Hey, Ken. Good morning, everybody. Hey, Ken. You know, uh, Rufus. They said uh, uh, Winter Brown uh, down in uh, Red Oak uh, was uh, looking to uh, find some men to date, and uh, she uh, was trying to figure out how to. How to get the old man, you know, the men to come running, and so she figured a way to get all the men to come running in the in the county. So she burnt down the barn. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. That will do it. You know, they had been they had been calling the uh, volunteer fire station and uh, telling them that they had a fire out in the county, but uh, they didn't. Uh, they, they weren't telling them where it was or. Or uh, how to get there, and they were really plummeted a uh, time or two, and so they finally got they got a call and said, "Help, help! My barn's on fire! Going to get the house." He said, uh, "How do we get there?" 
That's a good one, Ken. Courtesy of the great Bray Wilk. Well, I certainly enjoy listening to you guys on Saturday morning. It certainly makes my my week. I don't have my uh, knockout roses to report on anymore. But uh, out of the corner of my eye to the left, I discovered some sort of a plant. And so I'm going to see what it is and uh, give you a report on it. Oh, that'd be great. As we go, uh, the other side, uh, Rufus was mentioning last week, is uh, a bunch of shrubs that uh, grow up against Metered Road, and uh, they are just—they're uh, huh, they're just shrubs. <laughs> I think they, you know, the American variety that grows very fast. You know, they're—they uh, do grow very fast. But That's right. That, you know, we don't—we uh, don't have much plant life. Hey, uh, Ken, do you want to hang on through the news so we can talk to you some more? Yeah, that'll be fine. All right, we'll, we'll do that. You know, all the, the pollen we have right now is a good reminder that now is a time to take your vehicle to King's Auto Service for a spring checkup. Items that need to be checked include wiper blades, which have uh, taken abuse from the winter weather, and from the cabin air filter, which uh, keeps that pollen out of the inside of your car. Now, during the spring checkup, you can get your A.C. in good running order to keep up with all the hot weather that we've got coming. And, and by golly, we've had this week. For those of you currently driving a hybrid vehicle, the certified hybrid technicians, that's right, there are certified hybrid technicians at King's Auto Service. They're now able to refurbish your high-voltage battery pack for less than the dealer will charge to replace it. This usually occurs around 150,000 miles or so. So call Kings today to schedule a courtesy battery analysis. Not only if you have a hybrid, but if you have any kind of car, you want to make sure that battery is in good shape. Call Kings Auto Service and Kings Correct Lube. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh. Add at kingautomotive.net. Kings Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. More of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead here on WPTF.